0: Ontario nurses are joining the growing ranks of people opposed to the province's plans for reopening schools. The Registered Nurses Association of Ontario is calling on the province to cap class sizes at 15 students and not to reopen schools until all safety measures and conditions are met. They're warning that if the province goes about reopening schools the wrong way, COVID-19 cases could go on the rise. And it's not just a question of the wrong approach. One of the issues is that the government's plans seem to lack clarity and uh they change all the time so what do you think of that are you happy with those plans do they impact on you whether you have children or grandchildren maybe children who are teachers 416-360-0740 toll free 1-866-740-4740 now i'd like to welcome doris greenspoon chief executive officer of the registered nurses association of ontario hi doris Good afternoon, Libby. So what are you saying? Uh, how did you come uh, to the number of 15 as maximum in a classroom?
1: Well, and that's generous, because if you look at Denmark, which is really a country to look at how are they doing it well, they have about 12, okay? And they didn't open all the classes. They open up to K-5. Uh, they have the masking. They have hand washing every hour and a half. And this comes as a government directive for everybody. So basically, schools cannot open if they don't have all the protocols in place. And they have worked very collaboratively with the unions of teachers, uh, school boards, etc. I think what's going on in here from the top down, even countrywide, is that we are very collegial between different levels of government, but we actually don't have a collective plan. So when it comes to, Toronto, to Ontario, then the Premier and Minister Litchie say, well, we have the best plan in the country. Well, that's not good enough when we are comparing to other countries that have even a better
0: plan. Uh huh. And, uh, they, they did, you know, uh, uh, let loose a, a large pile of money and they kind of leaving it up to the school boards to make their own decisions. And you would think that the school boards are the people on the ground and they would know what they need.
1: So it's like telling any of us, you know, your reserves that you have, um, use them all. Uh, because we're not going to come to rescue you. We have come to rescue many others, Livy, and I, uh, we feel it's a bit dangerous to really mortgage the future of schools. So I think it should be a you know middle ground between what the government puts and what the school boards put. And equally important is we have really a timing issue here, and that's why we're saying... We absolutely need to send the the children and young adolescents back to school, but when it's safe. And at this point, it's unclear what's the plan. Many parents are going to keep kids at home. Obviously, that creates a tremendous inequity because not everybody can do that. And the fundamental factor in the success of schools reopening is the continued containment of the virus, All the absence of it, right? And meaning no community spread. And if we don't have a serious plan, we will start to have community spread. And then we will be back to square zero, not only with schools, but actually with the economy and our life.
0: Uh let me give the numbers out again. I'd like to hear from people on what they think of your ideas for reopening school. Is that going to solve the problem? Are they comfortable with it? Do you have family members who are going back all of those things? The number is 416-360-0740. Toll-free 1-866-740-4740. I'm talking to Doris Greenspoon from the Registered Nurses Association of Ontario. One of the things that I have to say flummoxed me a little bit, Doris, from the school boards, the government said, uh, go ahead and use a certain amount of your reserves. And then some of the school boards said, we've already allocated the reserves. But I'm thinking, aren't reserves supposed to be in reserve? What are these school boards doing? Yeah,
1: what's happening is, so, we have spoken a lot, everybody has spoken a lot about physical distancing, right? And this is something that even in the government ads you have, keep your two meter, keep your two meter, keep your two meter. When it comes to schools, we forget that, right? And small and big class sizes will not be able to keep the physical distance. There is also the issue, also, Levy, of ventilation. Some of the schools are 100 years old. And ventilation, proper ventilation, is well known as a key factor to ensure the virus doesn't spread. So some of the schools, as you have heard from some of them, the district boards, have decided to use that to fix or upgrade their ventilation systems. And that's an expensive endeavor.
0: Uh, Yeah, and a lengthy endeavor. Uh, Let's take a call from Dave in Brampton. Hi, Dave. Hi, how are you? Fine, how are you? Oh, not
2: too bad. Uh my daughter's a school teacher and she also has Lyme disease. Oh dear. There you go. And basically what she told me is they're making it as tough as they can to uh uh to let's say work at home. Mhm. And uh, so there you go. Uh
0: so so what is happening with her so she it, she either has to go back to the classroom or uh, she's not working. Is that right? Sorry? Is are, are her choices that she has to go back to the classroom um, or take a leave or what?
2: Yeah, she can take a leave, but uh, if you take a leave and then something happens, uh, again, it's a problem. What do you mean? I don't know. I don't understand the problem. She explained it to me, and I'm my old age doesn't help me.
0: <laughs> oh, don't say that. Yeah, some of these provisions can get pretty complicated. But yeah, yeah, so what she she
2: said to me, if she took it and then something else happened because she's got Lyme disease, she would have a problem then.
0: Oh, I see. She can take one leave, but but that's it.
2: Yeah. And uh, so she basically either has to go in the classroom or work from home. But they're making it as tough as they can for you to work at home. Okay, that's. What her, she tells me.
1: In oh. terms of online teaching, you mean? Sorry? In yeah. terms of online teaching? Yes. Yeah, and, and of course you need to help teachers to facilitate that, as universities have done it. So, yeah, some... some.
2: the way, work. the online teaching really doesn't work. My daughter told me she put out work and uh, on the online teaching, and she has 20 kids in her class, and she got back the response of one.
0: Really? Wow. What grade does she teach?
2: She teaches grade one and two. And another response she had on another one, uh, she read this article that was written by the child, and she, when she finished, she said to me, what do you think of that? I said, well, it sounds pretty good for uh, uh, maybe a college or university graduate. Yeah, In plain it... English, the mother or the father wrote it. There's no way a uh, grade 2 child has that kind of vocabulary.
0: Okay, Dave, thanks for your call, and uh, wish you all the best. Thank you. Thank you. Important comments you made. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, we. I was just talking to our strategy panel, Doris, and their parents, and uh, they're saying the the, I mean, I've heard from a lot of people that, the online courses did not work. And I think it's patchy. I think some of them were a lot better than others.
1: Yeah, I think the issue of all or nothing is very complicated. I was talking with our own grandkids yesterday and with the older one. I mean, and even the young, the, the one that is nine years and 12, 12 years old. Can you picture sitting long, long hours? For a, for a child that age in front of a screen?
0: Uh, actually, these days, yes, I can. Well, <laughs> it's yes, hard to games, pry them away.
1: Not for You know what I mean? And we don't want that for games, long hours, but for teaching and for learning. I mean, ideally, it should be really staggered in class with the good-sized classes, I wish we would have started in August when the weather is nice so you can do the classes outside, not only inside, to get going with that so the kids become acquainted to that. Now we have mid-September, right? So weather is still good. Are we thinking a bit of doing outside until we figure out the issue of size classes? Size classes is a critical piece if we don't want the kids to be sitting at their desk with masks all the time, like all the time, and that's too much, right? They need
0: breaks. Yep, yep. Doris, um, we are out of time. Thank you very much for being with us. Thank you so much, and I invite people to look at our website,
1: www.rno.ca or rno.ca, back to school.
0: Okay, thank you so much, Doris Greenspoon. Thank you, Livy. Take care. You too. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio.